0: Thank you for tuning in for another episode of the Lindale Station podcast. My name is Alan.
1: And this is Ashton.
0: And we make up the family ministry team here at First Baptist Church Lindale. Myself being the student pastor, Ashton being the... Uh, Kids minister. And we are so excited to have another week um, just to talk to you and uh, tell you a little bit about ourselves, life, the Lord, all good things. So Ashton, you and I just got back from a little trip, isn't that right?
1: Yeah, this past weekend, uh, we took a a trip with our men's ministry group here at the church.
0: We went, so fun fact, we went to North Carolina, to Dillsboro, which I thought was a made-up name for a town when they first told me. And being from Louisiana, I'm not as familiar with East Coast geography, so I kept asking wow i cannot believe we drove through south carolina this fast and no one ever corrected me because they're such kind and gracious um awesome men who you should all get to know but then when we get back and i look at a map i realize oh it's because we never did drive through south carolina so fun fact for you this louisiana boy is learning some geography here on the east coast But what did we do up in North
1: Carolina? Um, Well, we went up there with the intention of fishing, but I think we did more eating of food. Uh, And and not even fish. Yeah, we didn't eat any fish. Um, Just a a ton of food and and some fellowship time. And I think we tried to squeeze a little bit of football in there. We did. We watched the Georgia-Florida
0: football game, which I don't know if you can necessarily call that. Football. What we watched.
1: I mean, I, I listened to a podcast last week that told me not to let a, a bad game ruin things, and so I kind <laughs> of uh, have pushed that one aside now. <laughs> uh,
0: it was de- a football was on the field, and one team looked like they knew what they were doing, and the other team's quarterback was five foot nine. Um, so that is what's what I saw as an unbiased opinion mm-hmm. on it. Uh, but we did. We watched that. Uh, we watched some other football games. We went down to the river that morning and tried our hand at some trout fishing. How'd you do, Ashton?
1: Um, I I hooked a few. I hooked the bottom of the river a couple times as well. Respect. I didn't get any netted and uh, unfortunately didn't get any to take a picture with or a trophy to go home with.
0: Well, your boy got, drum roll please, five trout, four of them in hand, one in hand but barely <laughs> one like touched my hand and then immediately was gone it like slipped through like something slippery i don't know i was going to try to compare it to something but um that was my first time going trout fishing it was my first time fishing while standing in water and it was very very fun we put on some waders um myself i squeezed into some waders um looked like a can of biscuits uh, that had just been popped open but that was so fun getting to go down there. The water was high, though, wasn't
1: it? Uh, it was. The, they were telling us that the river up dam that they were just letting water go through, so it was like two foot higher this year than it was last year from when our men went.
0: Yeah, so it was very fun, but very cold and very deep and moving very quickly. So fishing was not that great. We all, I think, I think everyone um, at least hooked a few. Um, some caught a few, some didn't, numbers weren't as good as they've been in years past. Um, however, I can see why everyone from our men's ministry raves about this trip.
1: Oh, absolutely. It was, I mean, for what was only effectively 48 hours, it felt like a week's worth of time. Um, being able just the, the car ride up there and having fellowship time in there to, Eating delicious Philly cheesesteaks and bacon cheese fries—like, mm. I mean, that's a way to start an evening off. And then just getting up the next morning and taking off to the river. And those double doozies from Ingles. You know, I didn't have a single double doozy the entire time we were there.
0: Wow. Well, I had about a dozen. I had about a dozen double doozies, um, and it was awesome. And I'd never even been to an Ingles before, so that was a sight. Um, I just am loving these mountains. I'm loving elevation. That's not really a thing that we have in Louisiana, um, except the negative kind. Um, our elevation is like negative. We have bowls instead of mountains and hills. So it's just so fun to spend time driving around up there, um, doing a little fishing, whether it was down at the river or the river that run beside our cabin, getting to know men from our church. I really enjoyed it. And as a Wholehearted and shameless plug um, for anyone listening. You need to get involved with our men's ministry. We have some excellent, excellent men that I enjoy getting to hang out with. Um, that I'm just thankful that they um, took such an interest in, in me and getting to know me. Um, and took opportunities to really pour into each other on this trip. Um, that All that with eating good food. Um having fun fishing or whatever it is. I'm excited to go back. Hopefully we go back in the spring and if we do, you absolutely don't want to miss it. So
1: um Alan, I got a few questions. When we were at this cabin, uh, you said it, it was magnificent. There were what? 5, 6 bedrooms in there, three few, stories. Three stories, beautiful sight lines, huge kitchen. Um but there there are a few things that were Inside this cabin that you were not a hundred percent thrilled with, so we were scoping out bedrooms um, as one does when they
0: go on a trip like this. And when you walk in the very first room, right near the front door, which I already didn't like the idea of being right by the front door and, in a cabin or in the woods, um, as you're looking through. I'm like, wow, this room is huge. It's gigantic. This would be awesome. And I walk into the bathroom, and right above the tub, almost looking down at the tub... You know those paintings where it's like the eyes follow you?
1: Oh, absolutely. It's it like was, Scooby-Doo.
0: Yeah, it was one of those. A Scooby-Doo-style painting was above the tub, pointed down at the tub, and it was the portrait of what looked to be an eight-year-old girl. Um, very disturbing. And I lay eyes on her, and I walk straight out going, Nope. <laughs> So everyone files in, everyone sees it, everyone's creeped out by this little girl. Marcus chooses to stay in that room, good for Marcus, he is more man than I. Um, By the end of the night, I had worked hard to convince two other guys to stay in the same room as me, because I was so freaked out, and I forget who it was on the trip, it might have been Cole, but he said, this house is too old to not have any stories, which I think sums up exactly how I felt. It's a it's a beautiful house, a beautiful cabin, but it is still a cabin in the woods that was old, that did have some creepy paintings and pictures. It was a house far too old to not have some story, so I was glad that I was there with um, a bunch of men, and I did not have to be the strong man in that house. I could leave that up to the rest of the guys, and I could fully admit that I... Didn't like it, and I could just surround myself <laughs> by men more confident um, than I.
1: I'm I'm personally still taken aback that the fact that when I hear the word cabin, I really I picture, you know, you're in the woods, trees were cut down, they were trimmed to be stacked upon one another like Lincoln logs, like fireplace, like open room. Um, this was more of like if a cabin met a high-class designer mansion and they decided to, you know, have, like, a summer villa... Yes. ...with, like, an outdoorsy theme... Because I don't know very many cabins you've stayed in, but I haven't stayed in any cabins up until now that have a bidet in the bathroom.
0: Yes, I didn't even know what a bidet was, and, um, thankfully Marcus stopped me when I was about halfway done filling up my glass. I'm just kidding. (laughs)
1: I mean, it makes a great water fountain as long as it's not used for yes. any other purpose. As long as
0: you're not bideting in the bidet, I guess it could be a great water fountain. Um, it was It was a bit like the guest house of like a luxury woodland mansion. It's like if you went to a giant um, mansion out in Wyoming, this would be the guest house. Yeah. I think that's probably a good way to talk about it. So, all this to say what a plug, come to a men's fishing trip, go to North Carolina, um, to Bryson City, Silva, Dillsboro, whatever it is, and stay in luxury, because that's just the way that Marcus Holloway plans trips. Um, It's creepy luxury, but it's luxurious all the same. Um, So I guess one of the things that really stuck out to me, though, as I was on this trip and I'm looking around, I found myself um, being stirred to just thinking about the fact that this truly was a landscape that I hadn't seen before. And what I've noticed personally in my own life um, is that I tend to get used to the things that I see the most. So being from Louisiana, we have these massive, massive um, stately oaks, which a lot of college towns and, and, and other towns here in the South have. Um, but we have these giant, huge oak trees, and we have these giant, huge... Um, Cypress and swamp cypress trees, um, Spanish moss, swamps, bayous, all those things, and it really is beautiful. Um, A sunset on the bayou in Louisiana is very, very hard to beat. However, on this trip, I got to see a sunrise in the mountains, which felt just as hard to beat. And it's just been so long since I've looked around Louisiana, where I'm from. And just said, "Wow, this this truly is beautiful, and I'm thankful to, like, to the Lord that I get to see this, and I'm thankful to the Lord for creating this, and and this inspires um, inspires me generally, but also inspires me to praise God um, for being the God who made all this. And it was a good reminder that the same God who created the landscape in Louisiana that I love." is the same God who created this landscape and these rolling hills and mountains and brooks and streams um, in North Carolina that we got to experience. He's the same God whose hands intricately designed the Himalayas. He's the same God who um, his fingerprints are all over uh, the Sahara Desert. All those things, these different beautiful landscapes that we have in our, in our, um, in our world were all breathed out by God. That's inspiring, but if all that it causes us to do is go, huh, that's pretty neat, then I think we might be missing a chance to really worship God and give God the glory that He deserves. So one of the things that I've tried to do when I do have these times to get away and to get out in nature and to get out kind of in the midst of God's creation that doesn't have like our handprint all over it, you know what I mean? Because God's creation is also, you know, turn Turner McCall is still... That's also God's creation, but it's also got like a Chipotle on it and things like that where it's like, you know, it's obvious that we've been there and we've kind of messed it up or things like that. But when I get a chance to get out and just to be in in places that look the same that they would have looked, you know, when they were breathed out by God, um, I always try to remind myself to be thankful um, in my prayer life, in my time through the word, and whatever it is, to li- like literally tell God how thankful I am for him, to praise God for being the God who created everything, um, to let myself feel and stand in awe of the same God who created all of this and realize that's the same God who died for me. Um, and that's such an amazing thought, that it's, it's easy to stand in awe and wonder on the side of a mountain overlooking a beautiful landscape, but sometimes when we look at ourselves, we don't see anything of worth there. Sometimes when we look at ourselves, we fail to realize that God's creative hand isn't just on beautiful scenes in nature, but his hand also is the same hand that made you. His breath is, is the breath that breathed you out, that formed us from dust. Um, and the same God who took such care and time to craft these beautiful mountains is the same God who cares for us, who made us, and desires relationship with us. So maybe just my challenge for this week would be to look around you. Um, what are the things that you tend to take for granted? What are the things that um, maybe at a, at one time moved you and caused you um, to respond in awe and wonder, whatever it is? Um, Take some time and see these things and ask for the, Ask to see them fresh. Ask to see them new. Remind yourself that the God who created every good thing that you see around you is the God who created you, who loves you, desires relationship with you, and sacrificed himself for you. I know that's kind of like this weird mystic like whatever thing to talk about, but I do believe that that is um, our response. When we see anything that we see that's beautiful, it's supposed to draw us back and make us think of who made it.
1: Right. I mean... Even from the second that we got to the cabin, um, I know that our t- two carloads, uh, your carload, kind of went to go get the front door open and everything else. And uh, Cole and Corey and I, just the second all the the sensor lights went off on the cars and everything, and it just got dark. And we just looked up and like you could see the entire night sky, like zero light pollution around to kind of fl- like flood it out. And it was like all the intricate details and just be, like knowing that the same God that put that together, that knows all the stars in the sky and the grass in the field, but knows each and every single one of us and the hairs on our head that he knows us, mm-hmm. that he loves us and that he created us. Like you said, it's, it's more than just the landscape. It's more than just saying, Oh, that's neat. Like for us to look at something and have a, a breathtaking view knowing that that breath that was taken from us is also that same breath that was given to us and it was given to us in love. It was Mm -hmm. given to us for us to turn around and glorify God. Mm -hmm. And so um, take Alan's challenge um, and just think about that and just take a moment and just stop and listen, ask yourself, what, what has the Lord done that is, so beautiful around you. Look at yourself. I mean, look in the mirror, knowing that we're made in His image, made in His likeness, that all of that is beautiful. It doesn't take a cabin in the woods for us to understand. It just takes a fraction of a second hmm. for us to see the beauty of God. It's hmm. really good.
0: Guys, that's all we have for you today. Thank you for giving us your time hmm. and your attention again. Um, my name is Alan. And this is Ashton. And thank you for tuning in for another edition of Lindell Station. We'll see you next week.